welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Beth. Hallelujah. We're going to continue teaching yesterday about your gifting. Yes. It was, uh, we got great feedback on it. I bless folks. And we're going to do a brief review, then we'll pick it up. But first, we want to quote you and give you a quote that we shared yesterday from Pastor Joel Osteen. He said, I want to challenge you today to get out of your comfort zone. You have so much incredible potential on the inside. God has put gifts and talents in you that you probably don't know anything about. Here are seven ways to stir up your gifting of what's inside you. So let's do that brief review. Number one, <clears throat> check your attitude and be sure you're open-minded to new ideas. How do we transform a bad attitude into a good one? First, we recognize and repent that we had a bad attitude. And Acts, we gave, uh, my husband gave Acts 8.22, 8.22 Classic Amplified as an example, but we don't have time to go through all of them today. Second, let's let God do it. Amen. I love Romans 12 too. I do too. Classic Amplified, do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashion after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but... Be transformed, change by the entire renew of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for you. Mm. Also, I want to encourage you to read Philippians 2.5, 2.5, Amplify. Yes. Third, equipping your attitude is an ongoing process. That's right. We encourage you to read Philippians 4.8, Philippians 4.8, Classic Amplified. Number two, make sure you're committed to doing things with excellence. God is not in the mediocrity. Consider the words of Colossians 3.17, 3.17, English, English Standard Version of the Bible, which says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus giving him thanks to the God, to our God, and his Father through him. Everything God does is first class. God gave his best for us. He expects us to give him our best mm. as well. Number three, position yourselves for creative periods where you can think beyond your imagination. Sometimes that's hard in this day and age, but we need to set aside time. We need to make time. In order to think creatively, it's imperative that we create an environment free of distractions. That's also not so easy. Um, a quiet place. Be mentally and spiritually prepared to open your heart to receive what God is sending your way. It's important that you choose the proper time and amount of time to think creatively, to clear your mental thought processes from the swirl of what goes on around you daily. Here are seven keys to setting the proper mood and moment to stir up your God-given creativity. One, 
find a quiet place. Two, find a quiet time. Three, turn off all electronic equipment. Four, have something to write with and something to write on. Five, we personally like soothing, anointed instrumental music. Six, close your eyes and breathe deeply. Seventh, begin praising God for who he is and what he's done in our lives. So now we're going to pick up where we left off on yesterday's call. Number four, write down every idea you can think of and do not evaluate them while you're writing them down. Before getting to the heart of this matter, it's important to point out three hindrances to some people, believers, in face of being experiencing and enjoying this creative process. First, some people don't think they're creative. Let me just be direct. Have you ever been told you weren't creative by someone through either their words or deeds? If you buy into that lie, it will limit what God wants to do in and through your life. Perhaps you don't feel you're creative because of some bad experience in the school or in the past. It's just not true. You have the same creative potential as the smartest people that you've ever met. You have the mind of Christ, and that makes you the most creative person on planet Earth, regardless what anyone else has to say. So you need to recognize, cultivate, and manifest God's creativity in your life. Second, some people don't allow themselves time to think creatively. Third, we allow other people to restrict, ridicule, or reduce the amount of time we allocate to thinking creatively and believing God for fresh new ideas. When putting yourself in an environment where you can think creatively, always be prepared to record what God is speaking to you. When you begin your Holy Spirit-led brainstorming session, let the ideas begin to flow. As they flow out of your spirit, write them down. Don't dwell on the idea. Don't try to rationalize or justify your ideas. Just write them down. For later review, this would include ideas, timelines, practical applications. My prayer is for you, well, it's that God will stir creative ideas and witty inventions. You don't have to be an inventor to come up with an inventive or creative idea or new product. That is true. Number five, have an inquiring mind and never be concerned when what someone might say. Years ago, Ford Motor Company, who's a pretty good company, had a slogan, Ford has a better idea. And at the time they did. We always need to be searching and inquiring for new, fresh ideas. I know I do that a lot, having a 10,000-square-foot bookstore, <laughs> going, Lord, give me some creative ideas. And Amen. he's good about it. And he, he does. Good. He does. So, but we need to know a lot of good ideas are ridiculed, ridiculed before they're accepted. Uh, Nehemiah was ridiculed when he wanted to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem. Um, Pharaoh ridiculed Moses for turning his rod into a serpent and trying to assert authority. Even the donkey was ridiculed and beaten when he was trying to save Balaam's life. Have you ever been ridiculed for wanting a better quality of life, for stepping out in faith 
and believing the word of God, when God is leading us, stirring up the gifting in us, don't let the opinions of others affect your motivation or commitment. They're not running your life. God is. That's right. When God is leading you in the way you should go, counseling you with his eye upon you, and that's straight out of scripture, don't worry or fret or even be concerned about what other people are thinking. We love this because it's came. it is scripture, Psalm 32, 8. This in the Living Bible says, I will instruct you, says the Lord, and guide you along the best pathway for your life. Yes. I will advise you and watch your progress. Then I want to make a rather, we want to make a rather profound statement. Whoever you spend the most time with is the person you have the most confidence in. We only need to be concerned about one, what one per, main person is thinking about us. And I love it. It's out of Psalm 4017. Psalm 4017 in the Living Bible says, Great I, scripture. I am poor and weak, yet the Lord Ooh. is thinking about Ooh. me right now. You know what? Put the time down right now and put right down the last part of that. The Lord is thinking about me right now. Whenever you're listening to this, think about it. You can yes. personalize it. You know, the Lord is thinking about Sonia right now. The Lord is thinking about Maya right now. Yes. The Lord is thinking about Lejeune right now. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah is right. Number six, keep thinking and be focused. Luke 9, 41, 9, 41, Message Bible. John said, I'm sorry, Jesus said, what a generation, no sense of God, no focus to your lives. How many times do we have to go over these things? How much longer do I have to put up with this? Focus can be simply defined as whatever has your attention. It's clear that God wants us focused on his plan for our lives. God wants us blessed so we can be a blessing and thus establish his coming on earth. If we focus on, on him. Well, if it focuses important to God. And it is. Holly, and it is. Hebrews 12, 2. 12, it 2. should be important to us. That's true, baby. Hebrews 12, 2, Message Bible. We better get on with it. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Study how he did it. Because he never lost sight of where he was headed. Knowing where you're headed in life stirs a creative passion in you. Mm -hmm. Number seven, continually review your progress processes so you can maximize your effectiveness in them. Did you know that what a CD you'll be listening to as you drive to work or take the kids to school or run errands today? Do you have a regularly scheduled time to read your Bible? And I'm not just talking about a mor mor your morning devotional. There are other books, too, that you can do that fire you up. Um, and we're not just talking about, uh, you know, just any old type of book, but something that's going to make you think beyond your imagination, whether it's something for work or something in the spirit, in the scriptures. And, and let me just say this. Yeah. When you're in a bookstore, like the Christian Soldier, or any other bookstore, ask God yes. what books he'd have you buy. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Yeah, and bring, well for me. And this bring order to the way that you shop. Go with a list. Yep. Have it. I we I go with a list for my day. You know what do I want to get accomplished today? What do I need to get done today? And give careful thoughts 
to the days that you actually, what you do and where you go and, well, and where you shop. In other words, you don't really want to go to the grocery store or Walmart or some of these places on a at a time when everybody is in there and their mother-in-law. <laughs> you know, the same is true when you visit, you know, other types of stores. Um, and another thing that's very, very important is always have quality time with your spouse. I like that. Make, you know, make, if you can't get out a lot, and a lot of people can't, make an activity a date. My husband and I used to do that all the time. Yes, really. But the point is the key to maintaining order in your life is to stay fresh. Mm. Schedule time to reflect and redirect your focus. Don't put it off until another day. Lamentations 340, 340 New Living Translation. Instead, let us test and examine our ways. Let us turn back to the Lord. If we find ourselves getting off course, get back on. Yes. It'll only benefit you. So as we review our successes and monitor our plans, we'll find a supernatural creativity being birthed that takes us beyond our imagination. Yes. But we're going to have to make the decision to do it. Okay, this might be something you want to get right down, get engrafted in your spirit, because it's pure truth. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Say that again. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. That's good. When we're called of God, yielding to him and his instructions, we will find amazing, life-changing, destiny-shaping, mountain-moving creativity released into our lives. I love it. I do too. I do too. Today and yesterday's teachings are just fundamental. Fundamental, thought provoking. Mm-hmm. They really are. And destiny shaping. Join us every morning at 8 30 for Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. You'll be glad you did. Yes, you will. And just know that we love you. We appreciate you. Yes. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. God bless you. Bye bye.